The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. News Talk's technology correspondent Jess Kelly joins us on the line now to answer your tech questions. Uh, get them uh, to us now. You can WhatsApp them to us zero eight seven fourteen hundred one zero six. Anyway, uh, Jess, good morning. Morning, Pat. Now there is a, an interesting development in the world of social media, and Elon Musk better sit up and pay attention. Yeah, it's interesting. We know that when Musk took over Twitter, there was a whole host of turbulence. There was apparently, according to some users, a mass exodus from the platform. We all know that people moved to Mastodon for a wet weekend. But since then, there's been nothing that really has filled the void that Twitter has left since it's gone downhill. And there's no question that it has gone downhill in recent months. And Meta, the parent company of Facebook, Instagram and WhatsApp, is now looking at creating a Twitter rival. And what's interesting is it's going to be, or at the moment anyway, the plan is for it to be decentralized. And that means it will be akin to the Mastodon platform whereby it's not based and rules aren't made from one central hub. So you would have something like individual admins uh, and you would have sort of separate servers, I suppose, to engage. But it's just looking to get in on the space that's been created by the turbulence as a result of the Twitter change. You'd imagine with their experience, obviously with Facebook, that the technology that they would need to devote to this would already be well within their grasp. Absolutely. I don't think it's a stretch to think that this could happen. Um, I think some of the conversations would be, do we really need another meta platform? Um, There would obviously be a lot of talk from, you know, a political point of view, we know that President Joe Biden in the US is very sceptical about Meta. He has you know, put a lot of pressure on uh, regulations in that regard. But in terms of technology, this is what Facebook does. This is their bread and butter. It's almost going back to the good old days of when people used to update their Facebook statuses. There's talk that the, the plans that are in place at the moment would see people logging into a platform with their username from Instagram and being able to share longer form thoughts. Um, So where Instagram is very image based, this new platform would be more text based. The key thing here is would people move to the platform? That's the big issue that Mastodon ran into when it was the talk of the town because, you know, a lot of people had trouble setting up an account. People didn't like uh, some of the content on there. They also found the lack of moderation a big issue. So although the tech side of things would be simple, it's more the regulation and the day-to-day running that could see some speed bumps come along the way. There is also the elegance of of Twitter. I remember when it launched uh, first uh, Twitter, you know, what is that? But it had a kind of a, you know, the idea of birds twittering to each other in the trees, people talking to each other, and then each individual message being called a tweet. So if they're going to come out with something, P92 ain't going to do it for me. No, that's the internal code name that they are working on at the moment. Uh, It will have to be, you know, a snappy little name. But all of these names sound absolutely ridiculous when you think about it. You know, whether it is a TikTok or a WhatsApp or a Facebook. So I do think, and that's where Meta would have a serious upper hand because we know that they have the budgets to push into these things. We know that there's a lot of work going on uh, to try and show that, you know, they're conscious about safety and user well-being and all of that sort of stuff. So although on first look, some people might think it's a bad idea, it actually might be the perfect solution. 
but it will all come down to people utilizing the platform. We talk about this all the time when people say, oh, I'm never going to use WhatsApp or any of the meta products. You know, social media, the key word there is social. Yeah. You know, you have to be able to communicate and converse with people. Uh, so it's a case of will it happen? Will they want it to happen? And then will people use it? Okay. We'll uh, have a whiz through some of the, the, the questions now from Kieran. My daughter bought a new iPhone at Christmas but can't send any SMSs. She's with Vodafone. They say it's Apple's fault and Apple say it's Vodafone's fault. Any advice would be greatly appreciated. That's a bit of a funny one. Usually it is something to do with network settings. Um, if you want to get in touch with me, you can email techtalk at newstalk.com and I can get onto them. But usually if you go into the settings on the phone, go to messages and just ensure that all the obvious things are toggled on. I'm sure if you've been on to Apple, onto the network, they've checked these things. Um, so it's a, it's a bit of a funny one. I'd need further detail to be able to diagnose it properly. Yeah, I mean, if you know someone who's on a different network and if you have an open phone rather than one that's tied to a network, stick in the other SIM and see what happens. And mm. uh, that would uh, enable you to diagnose yourself whether or not it is the network's fault or indeed the phone's fault. Um, This one, smash my screen on my phone, cannot see the digits. How can I go about getting this sorted? Uh, If you smash your phone, you'll just need a screen repair. There are plenty of places around the country that can do it. But what I would say is, depending on the phone that it is, go to somewhere reputable. And if your phone is still within warranty, um, it is worth getting, you know, the official parts put in so that your warranty is completely voided. Uh, it can be expensive. So if it's one of the newer phones, unfortunately, you are looking at a hefty sum of money. But it is definitely worth doing it because otherwise you're not going to be able to see the digits yeah. on your phone. I mean, if it's an older phone and you're just limping along, just get it fixed. But if, yeah. uh, you know, you don't want to void your warranty by putting in unofficial parts. Um, this is a very interesting one. We have a new build, which is well insulated. So we cannot get mobile signal in. Inside, once we go out the door, we have signal. Is there anything we can do to improve the mobile signal inside? That's from Gemma. Yeah, depending on the phones that you have and the networks you have, uh, you could use Wi-Fi calling. This is something that's emerged in the last number of years. I know that Air does it. I think Vodafone does as well. Um, But basically, if you go into your phone, go into the network, and then you can enable Wi-Fi calling, and it then uses your uh, home Wi-Fi network for phone calls rather than depending on mobile signal. It's something that's utilised in parts of the country that do have okay. mobile black spots. That's a that's a very good and a fairly straightforward solution if you have Wi-Fi at home. Uh, just wondering if Jess had any feedback about or has she reviewed the Motorola Edge 30 Neo? Currently looking to upgrade my phone uh, but will not use a Samsung, uh, says Mary. Don't know why, but there you go. There you go. Um, I haven't reviewed it myself, but it is a lovely looking phone. Motorola have been in and out of the mobile market over the last number of years. Um, This one is a 5G enabled phone. It has a really nice camera, beautiful design. Uh, It's around 450 quid, so it's on the more affordable end of the spectrum. If you're not sold on that, the Oppo range is worth looking at, as is the Google Pixel. Uh, Google Pixel are some of my favorite phones. The Pixel 7 is excellent, or even the 6, which is a a little bit older now, but it's still an excellent phone. So there are some non-Samsung options for you. May I please request advice as to which Samsung mobile is the best to buy? Speed of processor and a good camera and screen size are my needs. Screen size to be easier on my eyes. I have a choice of Samsung S20 FE, Samsung S22 Ultra or Samsung S23 Plus. Huge price difference. I know buying straight, but it's worth it to have the best one suited to my needs. That's from Catherine. 
Yeah, so the biggest screen will be the S22 Ultra out of those. And personally, I, that's probably the one that I would go for. Um, as I mentioned before, I wasn't overly impressed with the battery on the S22, but that was the basic model. The Ultra tends to have the best camera, the best processor, okay. the best battery life. So that would be the one I'd go for out of that list. And uh, a last one briefly. I'm able to watch Amazon Prime movies and TV shows, but I never signed up. Is it possible that this is tied in with an Amazon shopping account? Asks Mark. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, if you have Amazon Prime, um, there's a bundle. I think it's slightly cheaper if you don't have the TV side of things. But if you're watching stuff and if you're happy to continue with it, then do. But it's definitely worth going into your Amazon account and just checking what subscription you're paying for. Uh, but absolutely, that could be yeah. how you have it. Because if you're paying for shopping, you're actually also paying for your telly. You know, mm-hmm. Because exactly, you don't yeah. need to pay uh, for shopping anyway. You can just shop irrespective. Yeah, it's the Prime delivery. It's it's the subscription side of things. So if you sign up to Amazon Prime, which is the delivery side of things, um, initially they were giving bundles with the TV side too. So if you don't want it anymore, you can go in and cancel it. But just go into your Amazon account anyway and double check. Very good. Jess Kelly, our technology correspondent, uh, thank you very much. Now- the Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am on News Talk.